What is going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. Hope you guys are still enjoying December. You know Santa Claus is only like three weeks away. Right now he's just chain smoking Marlboro Reds up in the North Pole, but eventually he'll get around to hopping on the sleigh. But until then, I have a story time that I think you guys are gonna really enjoy about an insane Karen that absolutely lost it on this lady at her own apartment complex. I feel like if you're gonna have a Karen moment, if you're gonna snap, if you're gonna go ballistic, you just wanna make sure that you don't deer it, deer it, do it, right next to your house. If you go nuts next to your house, then you're just always gonna be known as the nuts person, you know? Regardless, I thought you guys would enjoy it, so before we get into it, be sure to press the like button or no joke, no scam. Next time you move into an apartment, your neighbor will be an absolute whack job. And, uh, yeah, here's yesterday's comment of the day, and without further ado, let's hop right into the video. Alright, so the person that sent this in to me, I'm gonna call Kim for the purpose of this story, and she had just bought a condo in this building. And she lives in, like, a big city, so there's tons of, you know, apartment buildings where people, like, buy the apartment. I know most small towns, it's more of, like, a renter thing, but she ended up buying this condo up on the 47th floor of the building, which is quite a long elevator ride. But Kim was a lawyer you know she just had a, a little bit too much legal bread laying around just decided to splurge live the high life literally up on the 47th floor good for you and whatever she's riding this elevator up and down because she has to get in between like the moving truck in the 47th floor and it's taking a while obviously the only way you can really do that is with the elevator so there's a certain amount of stuff that she actually can bring up with her because like there's a weight limit on the elevator you don't want the elevator to break and plummet 47 floors so she would like load a mattress five beds three desks, a couch, 97 boxes, hop on, press the button, ride up with it, take it all off. And of course, people would be like, wow, that's obnoxious. No one else could use the elevator. There's four elevators. And on top of that, she's moving in. There's not much you can do. When you're moving into the 47th floor, you just got to use the elevator. But whatever, uh, she's loading this stuff up into the elevator one day. And as she's hopping on the elevator with all this stuff, a woman like pushes her way on almost like imagine you were trying to squeeze your way into a sardine can you know you would look at a sardine can and go wow those fish there are in there I probably can't fit there but for whatever reason this lady was like oh the elevator looks jam-packed I'm gonna squeeze in you got nothing to lose and so she hops onto this elevator squeezes in with Kim and there's boxes and stuff everywhere cuz like I said she's moving and the Karen proceeds to be like what are you moving or something and Kim kind of looks around, not really sure how to reply because she's surrounded with labeled moving boxes. You know when someone asks a question that's just so stupid that your brain needs like a, a five minute Windows processing moment to just think about what they said? That's what's going on because Kim's looking around like, uh, yeah, of course I'm moving. What, do you think I like to spend my free time just collecting random moving boxes and sitting them in the elevator and then standing next to them? But she doesn't want to be rude to this lady that she just met in her apartment building. So instead of being like, that was an insanely dumb statement, she just says, yes, uh, hi, I'm Kim. It's nice to meet you. And she reaches out to like shake hands. And Kim was on the left side of the elevator. This Karen lady's on the right. And there's some boxes like in between them. So she reaches over these boxes and Karen instead of being like oh great to meet you welcome to the neighborhood just goes I don't care about your name my name is Karen and I'm head of the HOA 
If you've never heard of an HOA, it's kind of like this organization that fancy apartment buildings or like fancy suburban neighborhoods will have. And it's like an organization in charge of keeping the neighborhood nice, which sounds fantastic. You're like, wow, they're going to make sure that nobody lets a, a toilet sit in their front yard or whatever. And it sounds great until you realize that most HOAs just go out of their way to be annoying as possible and charge you money for it. Oh, yeah, we saw that you were uh, grilling hot dogs. That's going to be a no-no. The head of our HOA is actually that vegan teacher, so yeah, we're gonna have to ask you to throw away all sausage links. Kim's still standing in the corner though, not know what to say, because this lady just told her, I don't care what your name is, which is a weird thing to say when you meet someone, even if you don't care, like at least go, oh, it's great to meet you. So Kim just says, well, it's great to meet you. And then Karen proceeds to rant again about like, do you even know all of the HOA rules yet? There's a booklet online that you need to read before you even begin to move in. And Kim's being honest with her she's like no I haven't had a chance to read it yet I was gonna read it tonight I've just been focused on moving which I think is more than fair I'm gonna be honest I definitely like would not read the entire HOA pages I know that Kim's a lawyer so she probably will but like you know for me I never read any of those HOA pages like ever dude I, I don't really care I know it's irresponsible you know but whatever Kim kind of tells her like I haven't read it yet well, Karen took it as basically the most insulting thing you could possibly take it as. In her mind, not reading the HOA rules was about the equivalent of, like, going to a nursing home, soaking it in kerosene and lighting it on fire. Old people burning, old people burning, put your hands up. That's a really old YouTube reference. I hope people realize I, I wasn't actually thinking about a nursing home being on fire. Anyways, Karen and her are going back and forth about how it's super important to read the HOA contract. And unlike, uh, you know, myself, Kim can read, so she's like, fine. I'll read it tonight, but just leave me alone. And the Karen reluctantly is like, fine, I'll let you be for now, but you have 95 hours to read the rule book from the HOA, which is such an oddly specific amount of time. I feel like 24, 48, 72 hours, you know, those all make sense. What's after that, 96? 95 hours? Like, all right, you get three full days and then 23 hours in the last one. What, why? Why is that last day so much shorter? Well, because, you know, it's about compounding uh, interest in the HOA rulebook, so it should take you less time the more days it goes on. Just some weird Karen explanation, but apparently she had three days and 23 hours to read this book. And Karen continues to say that she's irresponsible for not having read it already, and Kim literally looks at her at this point and is like, well, then I guess I'm irresponsible. Because this lady is just not leaving her alone. They're in the elevator together. I feel like the rules for etiquette on the elevator is you hop on, you press the button, and you shut up. But when Kim says, like, I can live with you thinking I'm irresponsible, Karen does not laugh. She literally turns her nose up. You know when people, like, look away because they're just so disgusted? That's what she does, and she doesn't say anything. And so now they're just kind of standing in silence the way it should be when you're on the elevator and it gets to the 47th floor the door opens and she kind of looks at the Karen to move because Karen has to move before Kim can get all of her stuff off and Karen looks at the floor looks back at Kim and goes um this isn't my floor and Kim's like okay well uh you didn't press any button so it went to the button that was pressed and that's my floor so I don't know what to tell you and Karen is like well why didn't you push my floor's button Keep in mind, they've never met before. There is no way on earth for somebody that's never met you to know the floor you live on. Oh, what are you, 47, right? Hmm. 
You look like a four floorty floor type of guy. Floorty floor, floorty, floorty, the floortiest floor, the floriest floor. And so Kim says that, like I literally just met you. How in the world would I know what floor you live on? And Karen just starts going off about how clearly Kim is inconsiderate because she could have asked and, you know, it's just so rude that she wasn't even trying to go out of her way to help her neighbors. I don't know why you would assume that people are going to ask it. Even then, let, let's throw Karen a bone. Let's say it's really rude to not ask the person in the elevator what floor to be on. Let, let's say that that's insanely rude. It's also still kind of on you to press the button if they don't ask. Like, you can't control other people being rude. You're going to go to the wrong floor in an elevator every time because you're too afraid to press the button yourself. I don't think the stranger is always going to remember to do it for you. And there's boxes in between Kim and, like, the button panel. She had pressed the button when she got on so this Karen literally expected Kim to do like some Kim possible literally like parkour move double backflip over the boxes press the button do like a, a triple somersault back over there's no way that it would have been easy to press the button so whatever she's throwing a fit and like gets off the elevator all pissed off presses the button for another one and starts saying that Kim needs to watch her back and Kim laughs because like dude this lady is literally threatening me over the fact that I didn't press the elevator button and so she ends up leaving. She goes on the elevator. Kim spends the rest of that day just moving into her apartment. And thankfully, it's all pretty uneventful. Nothing crazy happens. She doesn't even see Karen again. All right, guys, I'm going to interrupt the video for just one second. On screen now is a gift card code. I give one of these away in every video as a way to say thank you to y'all for subscribing and turning on those notifications. So if you haven't already, you should do that. If you already do, you're a legend. And since I've got your attention, be sure to press the like button, all right? I'm just asking straight up. No reward award, no punishment, just press it. The next event with Karen, though, came when one day Kim was going to park her car. And as she's getting out of the car, she sees the Karen. And Karen looks at her car and looks at her and looks at her car and looks at her and goes, that's not your car. And Kim doesn't really know how to reply to that because it is her car. And like, how do you reply to someone saying that something you own isn't yours? And what's really confusing is it's not like she's rolling around in a Bentley or an Aston Martin, like something where you would be like, whoa, there's no way that's your car. It's a nice car, but it's nothing that would make you be like, oh, dude, this guy probably owns five NFL franchises. And like I Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline said it's weird to reply to someone that's like that thing that you own just isn't yours like what do you respond uh well it is and so kim just says that like hey can you just leave me alone i just want to go inside to my apartment and karen once again starts throwing around this whole well there's going to be problems thing and she says that there's going to be problems unless kim admits that the car isn't hers and so Kim, being a lawyer, starts to use, like, legalese. You can't continue to threaten me like that. Like, at this point, it's starting to constitute harassment because you're not leaving me alone. You're constantly trying to imply that something's going to go horribly wrong if I don't listen to you. Like, that's weird. 
So please leave me alone. Otherwise, like, this is harassment. It's getting annoying that every time I'm trying to get in the elevator or get out of my car, you're going to stand here and be like, answer my questions or else. Which may seem like overkill, but this Karen literally was just waiting in the garage for Kim to get home so she could be like, that's not your car. That's pretty weird. Do you have nothing else going on? You don't have any grandkids that want to visit or anything? Nope. Just stand in the parking garage and yell at people as they park their car. Sounds like a super engaging day. But she doesn't want to be sitting here arguing with Karen for much longer. So Kim does her lawyer talk, which if I was the Karen would freak me out a little bit. I'm not trying to get wrapped up in some stupid lawsuit, especially against a lawyer. Usually in a lawsuit, the saying is nobody wins because everyone's got to pay for the lawyers. You know, everyone's got to go through that. But if Kim is a lawyer, then it's not like she's going through anything she's not used to. Jokes aside, though, uh, the Karen just decides that that doesn't mean anything to her and starts yelling at Kim that she doesn't know who she she thinks she is, but I am not gonna listen to you. And Kim just tries to nicely remind her, like, look, if you just leave me alone, there'll be no problems. But if you keep trying to follow me to my car and follow me on elevators and yell at me, we're gonna have an issue. And she just goes about, I don't care. I'm not gonna listen to you. I've lived in this building longer than you. I don't think that matters. If you continue to harass somebody and they report it and like the cops show up and you say, well, I've lived here a long time. I don't know if that's going to do anything, but regardless, the next day, Kim comes outside to get in her car to go to work, and somebody, huh, I wonder who possibly would have done this, has put paint all over her windshield to the point where she can't even see. And most people would probably be pissed in this situation, but she just let out a sigh and went to the office and was like, can I see the security footage? And sure enough, Karen had just gone ahead and dumped paint all over the windshield, didn't even wear a disguise. Like what, you were too angry to remember that security cameras existed? That's a guaranteed way to get yourself caught. I'm not saying you should ever dump paint on a windshield, right? Like just don't do it, ruining someone's windshield is, is horrible. But if you're going to dump paint all over someone's windshield in a very surveilled area, you might wanna like wear a Halloween mask or a hoodie. You don't wanna wear a name tag that has like your blood type on it. That just seems like a very stupid way to get away with anything. So Kim calls the cops and her entire plan isn't necessarily to like cause some giant issue and have Karen arrested, but rather just to have her cited and then like have legal proof that she needs to pay her back for the repairs. Someone needs to come out and go, wow, you dumped paint on the car, you have to pay for it. That's just the way the world works. So she calls and they show up and they start trying to figure out what's going on and Kim's explaining it to them. So they go and they get the Karen and Karen comes down and they kind of separate them, but she can still hear her because she's yelling and she's not apologetic at all. You would think when the cops show up and they're like, did you put paint on this windshield? This is a crime. You would go, oh my gosh, it, it was the heat of the moment. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I put paint on the windshield and I would do it again. And the cops are standing there flabbergasted like, so you're admitting that you dumped paint all over the windshield. Yeah, and I'm proud of it. And so the cops come back to Kim and they're like, well, what do you want to do? And she says she doesn't want to press charges or do anything like that. She just wants the Karen to pay for it, which is fair. But Karen is overhearing this conversation and doesn't want to give the money and starts being like, I'm not going to give you the money for this stupid issue just because you're a loser who can't afford to fix your windshield. Well, she wouldn't have to be fixing her windshield if you hadn't decided to go dump paint all over it, Karen. 
And so the cops are like, well, we can either have a system where you pay for it or she can, like, send you to jail right now. She, she's got enough to say that you, like, vandalized her property, destruction of property. You're not apologetic. You're kind of seeming like you're, you're following her around a little bit. And Kim, once again, is like, I don't want to do that. Just pay to fix the windshield. She had to get the windshield fixed. You can't really drive with paint on it. She didn't want this Karen's life ruined. But Karen kept being like, I'm not going to pay for this. I'm not going to do it. And the cops are like, dude, please just pay for it. Literally telling her that if you just say that you're going to pay for the windshield, we can leave. If you don't, we're going to have to do something about it. And Karen finally is like, I don't care. She deserved it. I'm not going to pay for anything. Da, da, da. Even if you get bailed out, like, do you really want to spend the night in jail for this? Do, do you really want to do that? And plus, you destroyed someone's windshield. You were gonna have to pay for that. Did you really think there was a world where you were gonna destroy this property and Kim was gonna come outside and be like, ah, oh, someone destroyed my windshield. Gee, that sure is not swell. Ah, oh, darn it. Like, no, of course they were gonna try to figure out who did it and have them pay for it. If you destroy someone's property because you're mad, it's just vandalism. And after a few more minutes of back and forth, finally the cops are like, all right, turn around, put your hands behind your back. And she's like, for what? What is the meaning of this? And they're like, for the vandalism. And Karen has the audacity to go, I didn't vandalize anything. Keep in mind, she had just been saying, yeah, I poured paint on the car and I don't care. I don't regret it. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like uh, that might be a little bit of a problem when you then say that you had nothing to do with the vandalism. And so the cops are like, well, you admitted it. Well, I hurt her car, but that's not vandalism. I, I actually think it is, though. Just because you don't want to call it that doesn't mean that that's not what it was. So whatever, the Karen gets taken away for that night. She ends up like bailing out and says she's going to pay for the windshield and whatnot. And I'm sure that sucked. But at the same time, it's like you literally gave them no choice. They kept telling you, please do not make us have to do this. And you kept being like, I don't care. It wasn't vandalism. She sucks. And of course, after getting taken away, she comes back and uh, is like, I'll pay for it. Karen agrees to drop, or Kim, excuse me, agrees to drop the charges, but she has to pay. I would just love to know how long it took from Karen getting in the back of the car, getting to where they were taking her, getting there, sitting there, and realizing, crap, I should have just paid for it. Like, what am I doing? Why did I do this to myself? I would love to know when that, like, mental switch flipped, and it was like, ah, crap, now I'm sitting in jail because I broke someone's windshield and just didn't want to pay for it. And the real benefit out of all of this is the fact that after it, like, Karen just completely avoids Kim now before, you know, she's head of the HOA, Miss I'm better than everybody, you have to read this 70-page ebook before you can even move in. She got removed from being head of the HOA after this, because I'm sure the HOA was like, yeah, it's not a good look for us to be attacking and vandalizing cars in the parking lot. Whether it's like embarrassment, fear, shame of not being in charge of the HOA, it doesn't really matter because Kim's car is no longer being covered in paint in the parking lot. And keep in mind, Kim never wanted any of this. It's not like she moved into the building being like, I have beef. The beef is huge. The beef is unlimited. And it's gonna be for everybody. She's literally just trying to move into her apartment and Karen is like, I will attack you and destroy your car. And before anyone's like, yo, Kim snitched, if someone destroys your car, your, your hands are just kind of tied. I mean, when she sent this into me in the email, she's like, I kind of feel like a snitch. You, you shouldn't. If someone destroys your car, it's like, dude, I have to get this paid for. You know, that's not somebody being like, 
Oh man, I'm speeding and you call Crime Stoppers. Someone's going five over the speed limit. This is literally the definition of like, dude, I have to get to work. And you took away my ability to easily get to work. You know, I don't think you can go to the mechanic with damage done to your car and say, well, I understand that it usually costs 450, but someone was really mean to me. So how about you just go ahead and do it for free? The real world, unfortunately, does not like that and does not look at things like that. And Kim didn't go around the building telling everybody about it or anything. It's not like she started this huge rumor that Karen was a nut, but people just kind of started to find out about it. And it's not like Karen was out bragging about it either. She's not rolling around telling everyone, I destroyed the neighbor's car, isn't that cool? Either way, moral of the story is uh, don't just attack people's cars for no reason. I don't think any of you guys were going to do that in the first place, but apparently some people out there need to get the memo. Ah, man, some people just love to have beef with people that don't have beef with them. And chances are, if you just have some weird grudge against somebody for no reason, that it's not going to go well for you because that person's going to act completely rationally because they don't have some weird anger against you. Even if you didn't get caught, Karen, still weird to just have random beef with somebody that you don't know to the point where you're willing to just go out and destroy their property. Anyways, guys, I think that's gonna do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed. If you did, please be sure to press the like button. It really helps the video do better, helps it hit recommended. I haven't had the best luck hitting recommended lately, so if you could like and comment, I would appreciate it. Other than that, if you really want to help me out, I do post these story times, story times, excuse me, as podcast audios on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to them. So feel free to check that out. There's a link down below. And you're more than welcome to check out the merch. If you scroll down, there's a little shelf with like all my merch on it. Feel free to find something you like and get it. I give you permission. Yeah, that's right. I give you permission to give me money. All jokes aside, though, thank you guys all so much for watching. I really do appreciate it. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot, and I'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.